0: You're listening to Bowls Australia's official podcast, The Right Line. Rolling you through the latest from the world of bowls. Subscribe now via your favourite podcast app. Hello and welcome to The Right Line. It's been a while, but we are back. Episode 37 today and we have a lot to unpack. Val Ferbo here <laughs> with you and there, there's so much to get through. Christina Christic is going to join us. Commonwealth Games gold medalist. But uh, before we get to it, her before we get to any of it before we talk about what a wonderful Commonwealth Games it was we have the all-star panel that doesn't include me it's these two ladies that join me it's Lindsay Clark how are you Linny?
1: Uh, Hello Val I'm good I'm really excited to be back on deck with the pod squad it's been a while now so yeah it's awesome.
0: Has been a fair while and Carla Krasanik also joins us on the show Carla how are you?
2: I'm good. I've been stuck here in Australia for all this time while you jet setters have been overseas. So thanks for coming back to join me on the Pod Squad.
0: I almost didn't because, like, I've been getting a tan in Europe and it's been fantastic. Oh. And you look at this and I'm not getting any sort of tan. It's bloody freezing and raining here in Melbourne. So, um, yeah, what have I come back to? But, oh, well, we've got to come back sometime. But, one look, one man who we are missing today, he's playing the fiver side at, uh, at Hallensvale. We do miss him, Clive Adams. Um, we hope you're going well, mate, and uh, we can't wait to see you next week. Um, hopefully uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, with a big smile on his face because that smile of Clive's uh, is something that I've missed big time and his enthusiasm for bowls which i'm sure we're gonna see but um look let's just jump straight into it guys because the commonwealth games they concluded australia topped the medal tally which was (laughs) it was sensational three gold medals when we hadn't won one in the uk on uk soil which was just sensational so started with alan ryan's singles win Then it went to Alan and Chrissy's pairs, which we will get to because that was the most unbelievable bowls match I've ever seen. And then Disco absolutely romping to the title on that final day. It was sensational to watch. And the celebration came back out as well. The shirt came off, and I don't know if we found it, but uh, it did come off. Um, Disco threw it way into the crowd. But, um, look, guys, uh, Lini, I'll ask you first, being part of the team – Talk us through the experience because um, it was your third games and, um, you know, I know the results weren't what you wanted, but all of us here were very proud of you and what you were able to achieve and you, you played so well. So we're proud of you and, yeah, it, it was so, so good seeing you out there considering the pod squad and I think I might have screamed it out at one stage. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: that was my motivation, Val. Thanks for that.
0: <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, no, talk us through your experience.
1: Yeah, look it was it was actually my fourth games Val. oh to, sorry that's right fourth that. sorry <laughs> sorry. You know, no, okay. no, sorry yeah that's okay
0: sorry yeah third
1: fourth whatever <laughs> no, it's really weird actually um you know from a personal point of view obviously um, we didn't medal in our triples and fours and um you know we only lost one game in the fours and unfortunately results in the section didn't go away so we didn't qualify and then we finished top of the table in the triples and went down in a really tight quarterfinal um, to New Zealand over the last two ends so yeah it was pretty heartbreaking there um, personally but looking back I kind of like that is a little bit irrelevant because I, I, probably the disappointment was there for maybe 24 hours or so, a little bit longer. But the girls' um, pairs, our para pairs, our para crew were all into action the next day and we were there in in full support at I think 8 o'clock the next morning and um, them doing so well was uh, just lifted us all up I think as a, as a unit and um, yeah we had I don't know it felt real. we had so much buy-in into the team success so um, our whole goal was to go over and be the most successful Australian team at, a, at overseas Commonwealth Games which we achieved um, and yeah we just felt part of it especially you know with the young girls Chrissy and Elsie um, first game so me Tash and Beck had been around, around a few, few uh, games by now so we were trying to help them and and uh, give them confidence and encouragement. and support. Support them so yeah we really felt like we were part of their success as well and um yeah just a pat- like yeah it was a great unit uh really well-run games i think um really great to be in the crowd supporting um and just being out there as well anytime you get to go to commonwealth games and, and wear the green and gold is really special so yeah we um highs and lows, but definitely come home just really proud um, of yeah our, everyone's performance and the team as a whole.
0: Well, as you should be, and as you said, you were part of the team that was the most successful touring Commonwealth Games in Australian history, as well as the second most successful Australian bowls Commonwealth Games of all time, which is pretty impressive. Only the Gold Coast in 2018 beat it, so. It's it was monumental on so many on so many fronts, and we'll talk about Alan Ryan because Carla, um, I, I know you, Clive, and I had our group chat going because we didn't want to disturb Lenny. Um, throughout <laughs> oh, the game. Oh, now can- I see. Ah. <laughs> well, we didn't want to, you know, you had <laughs> things you had things to focus on. Okay. Um, thanks, guys. But we had um, yeah, we we were talking during the matches and um. You know, things were, it was just so, it was so tense and it was so nerve wracking to watch, especially me being there on the sidelines. I was, um, I was an absolute wreck half the time, but um, yeah, watching from afar, how did you see it and how unbelievable was it when, you know, just seeing Alan do what she did?
2: Oh, look, I was a wreck as well because I got no <laughs> sleep for an entire, how many days was it? <laughs> Every single Aussie game that we had um, was obviously at a ridiculous time. We had a couple like sort of convenient nine o'clock times, but most of them were the middle of the night. So thanks for that, guys. But um, look, <laughs> from from. Being home, watching it on my iPad is trying to not yell too loudly while the rest of the household was asleep was challenging, but it was just so exciting and I'm just really thrilled for you guys how it went and I think one of the best things from watching for me was seeing you guys in the grandstand when um, when Elsie and Chrissy won the pairs and Elsie won the singles and, and the disco, of course, and pulling everyone up into the grandstand <laughs> and, you know, I was concerned about Lindsay um, and the amount of tears that you shed that perhaps you might get a bit dehydrated hydrated so i wanted to send you a message to go have a gatorade or something so i was just like oh and, and at home as well like oh god I, I can't believe like i just felt like i was there um seeing you guys in the grandson cheering and yeah i hope you heard me because i was pretty loud now, <laughs> Lin- we were feeling yes feeling all the vibes <laughs> lindy
0: i i can attest Lindsay brought a lot of tissues she did
1: I can't help I'm emotional it's yeah you can't hide away from it but I don't mind that about me now I've learned that that can be a good thing and it meant a lot like uh you know I I think you'd be a bit hard if you didn't get emotional especially with um the girls pairs win there and the way that happened and and how they won it I think uh was pretty special and especially being there in person was just next level and knowing how much they'd really worked
0: towards Mm -hmm. it and the women's pairs almost didn't come to be because Ellen Ryan, when she was celebrating her singles win, pulled up in the crowd. <laughs> now I noticed when she was being lifted up, there was a plank of wood stuck to her shoe, and I'm oh, like, "That's really? that's not supposed to be there." Um, a nail had been uh, left exposed and uh, went through Ellen's shoe and into wow. her foot. I don't think there was a there was a cut. But, it did um, pierce
1: the skin. Val, it did. I it oh, did. did pierce the skin. So,
0: yeah, Ellen, uh, yeah, said she was okay. But um, yeah, there was. All...
1: the I think the adrenaline was going that she didn't even feel a nail oh. go through
0: a foot. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking <laughs> at this plank of wood going. Um, guys, guys, that shouldn't be there. <laughs> um i think
1: kaz, kaz or someone just oh no kaz was down the floor kaz, yeah. someone just ripped it out and yeah. threw it away and we kept celebrating so don't worry about it
0: yeah and she was fine and i asked her afterwards when we were going through the mix zone, going Is your foot okay and she's like yeah, yeah yeah, i can't even feel it so i was like thank heavens for Bet that
2: she did later though
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah well she would have the adrenaline would have been absolutely pumping and especially with the media around um around bowls it was so good to see all the journos around so big thank you to all them who came out and and uh, and supported the team and and Sitting there, Lindsay, what what for you, what's the easier thing? Playing or sitting on the sidelines? Oh, because playing
1: a I- hundred thousand million times over, playing is a lot less stressful. Um, when you're in the crowd, you can't do like we were trying to use our voice to to encourage and help and motivate them and lift, but you physically can't do anything. So it's really quite hard. Um, I think you know, we, we have a strong belief and we're, we're pretty united as a squad that you can feel that through the stands. Like I know as a player out there, you can feel when we had an Aussie team in the crowd and how that really lifted us. Um, but, yeah, it's much more stressful in the crowd. And, and I think anyone who's ever watched bowls would attest to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, certainly. It was it was honestly, it was, as I said, I've – there's three sporting things that will stress me out. Watching Richmond, um, <laughs> watching Roger Federer in a big final or watching – what i watched at the commonwealth games because (laughs) i was like everyone was like and leah lazaro poor leah lazaro i need to mention her because she was so stressed but she was she was the rock of the team she she put her heart and soul into everything and she was she was awesome leah and the emotion that she showed as well um it was adorable
1: Yeah, look, and I think while you're on on staff, like Leah, high High performance um, manager, coordinator, I think we had some of the most amazing staff looking after us. And I think so much of what we can do out on the green is testament to what they're all looking after away from, you know, all we have to do is go out there and focus on playing. So we were so well looked after. We were um, motivated by them. We were well supported. Um, They prepared as best they could. Uh, Yeah, we really had the best um, high performance team and away from green team of any country there so just so grateful that we can repay um, our staff and our our organization BA with and yeah the AIS and everyone who funded you know our initiatives going over there in May um, everyone that sort of supported us Mount Tambourine everything they did they were all a part of their success so um, really important for everyone who was involved with the team to know that um, yeah we're grateful and and you're all part of being the best team ever in the UK
0: soil. A hundred percent. And um, and I, I want to now, I want to go to the women's pairs final because as you said, Carla, you tried not to wake up the house. I said that I screamed like an absolute psycho. Um, <laughs> the, the final bowl that Alan bowled and we don't usually hear, we'll ask Chrissy about it as well. I want to get her thoughts, but we don't usually hear her talk on the green but that bowl to sink and, – and I felt so sorry for Sarah Tolshard, or Sophie Tolshard and um, Amy Farrow as well because they played a hell of a match. It does, if there could have been two gold medals awarded, I would have been happy with that because they it, the match was played in really good spirits. And um, the the bowl to sink them, it was out on green – on a part of the green that hadn't been bowled on all match. She hit it with beautiful weight. It was very, very close, <laughs> but she nailed it. And when she screamed Chrissy. I think we just we just kind of all erupted. I don't really remember much <laughs> after that.
1: I I didn't look at at the bowl. I was watching her Ellen's reaction. I think um yeah, you know, it's really hard when you're on the sidelines to see if if they're actually close to the target. So watching Ellen's face and you say yeah, she never ever really yells out that way. I'm like oh, I hope she. Bloody gets, it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing, and uh, oh, what a thrill! And um, th- like to be able to play a shot like that the, one of the hardest shots in the book—offline. Um, thankfully, it w- it was a driver, a firm run- runner, which she'd practiced thousands of times on those greens in the preparation on the lead up, so she could really back herself and be confident that she could play it um, because she'd done it a thousand times before, but. I don't know, Ogie oh, what it looked like through the screen. It was crazy being there in
2: person. <laughs> yeah, no, look, it was crazy at my house at that moment. But And I was the same, like, once I saw, when she heard Alan call out, I just, I erupted then before she actually got it because, you know, she never calls out, so she obviously had it. And, yeah, it was just, I've watched it so many times. And I'm still, like, it still pops up on my news feed, on my Facebook and things, and I, I can't stop watching it. Like, it is just, yeah. the, it's seriously what, you dream about in any sport is having the chance to to win a medal with your last bowl and to do with your best friend, your entire country, they're supporting you. Like it was just, I don't know, it was just so special and to happen for someone. I mean, I, like I look at Alan, she's had she's been so close to making the team for so long. Like she's really probably had a bit of a rough trot and obviously making the World Bowls team and then unfortunately COVID and not going ahead. It's just, just so exciting to see that success for her when she's really dug deep and hung tough and um, lots of people would have given given their chances away early and gone and, you know, tried a different career because, you know, she had a real tough run at trying to make the team and, yeah, she made the most of it and it was so special to see that. And, God, I, I like could Crying and i thinking about it. So <laughs> yeah, also...
1: I know the emotional rollercoaster. But I wanted, like, the actual. They could have won it the end before, but the way yeah. it all panned out, you know, Amy saved game. Yeah. And I suppose yeah. in hindsight, we never would have had that special moment afterwards if they'd won it on their proper last end. So the fact that they yeah. uh, got to an extra end, they won the toss, give them out away, and and got to play that shot, like. If, if you're in the crowd, you're like, Dah, I wish I would have won it already, but we wouldn't have got to experience that moment. And the complete opposite, when Disco goes out there and wins his <laughs> 21-3, we're just like, just just sat there clapping the whole game because he was, uh, the first end he was a bit rough and then he just became this robot. Like, mm. what?
0: <laughs> and
2: who- <laughs> Oh, sorry Val. No, you go, I'm you gonna, go. i okay. um, ad, admit to everybody that I missed the majority of Disco's game because I really needed to get a bit of sleep. So I thought I'll just sort of um set my alarm and sort of half an hour into the game. <laughs> and so I missed half of the bloody game Disco. Oh, no. <laughs> he was I had to go back and watch it. <laughs> that
0: final day, he was in ominous ominous form. Um yeah. he was what he did to Ian McLean and and he was just he just looked switched on from the start of that day. Uh, what he did to Ian McLean in the semis. And then he comes out and, you know, it was a little bit of a rough first end, but he still, he came through it. And then he was just on another planet for the rest of that match. And um, he was, he was so happy after the match. And as we said, the celebration um, came out and (laughs) there's some, there's some wonderful photos of Disco coming into the crowd with his shirt off. And yeah, it was, it was brilliant.
1: (laughs) I don't I don't think as well we can underestimate how difficult a job it was for him to go back-to-back Commonwealth Games mm-hmm. singles, gold medals in two different countries, uh, two extreme conditions, like the Gold Coast, Absolutely. smooth surfers at quick, flying, no pressure. You know, he's kind of an unknown in terms of international bowls back four years ago. And then going into um, Birmingham as defending champion, complete opposite, slow tracks. Uh, we haven't performed well as a nation over there prior. Like an amazing feat. And, uh, yeah, a lot of credit again to it. rinkside coach Gaz there. He was there for both of them. Um, a pretty special relationship they've
0: got too. It certainly is. And we we also can't undersell that Disco is only the second person in history, a second male in history, to defend the men's singles crown. Yeah. which
1: is that beh- behind david bryant yes it?
0: and he won four I think that,
1: uh, yes like ridiculous he's in david bryant land like yeah. what the
0: <laughs> and and we were, we were talking about that afterwards and and he kind of just sat there and was you know you could just see that wow look you know that's that's impressive and yeah to to do it as you said Lindsay, on on a soil that we have not dominated in the past to come out and do what he did it was it was quite sensational and, and and the margins in which he was winning. Um it was it, it was just it was blistering. It was so good to watch. So congratulations to disco congratulations to Alan congratulations to Chrissy on being the gold medalist but we want to talk about everybody because we had the um the the paras as well and um Serena Bonnell and Cheryl Infield. Now Cheryl became the Australian cult hero.
1: The, the National Shit.
0: Treasure, I yep. think they nicknamed it. <laughs> the National Treasure, Saint Cheryl. Um th- there there were some there were nicknames being just absolutely uh, bestowed upon her and she deserves it. She's such a wonderful human being and getting to know her properly throughout these, um, these last well, that, that couple of weeks was, was so humbling. She's just such a wonderful human being. And, um, and the way that she bowled, the way that Serena bowled, unfortunately they only came home with a silver, but um, you know, they really wanted that gold, but um, you know, a silver is nothing to be sneezed at. It was such a wonderful performance from the two of them. And um, Cheryl was actually with Alan Ryan in attendance um, yesterday and, receiving the their australian sports medals one of only 23 selected from the 430 athletes that went um to receive their australian sports medals from the governor general himself so cheryl Linfield, um just an amazing story linney i'll I'll get you to touch on her first
1: Yeah, for sure. Look, I'm working with both girls. So as a pathways coach up in Queensland, so I spent a lot of time with them in the lead up. Um, And, you know, you say only a silver, but man, a silver, it's a really weird space to be because you lose a gold at the same Mm -hmm. time as winning a silver. So, and then you look over there at the bronze and they're absolutely elated because they've just won a bronze medal. So it is it's a hard emotional space to be in. But I think coming home um, or, or even just having a little bit of time away from when you've just lost your gold, you realise how um, amazing a silver medal is. And for someone who didn't get a medal, uh, it was a pretty awesome feat. And I think, you know, Serena is really goal driven. So she had her eyes set on being the first ever para female gold medalist uh, in the Commonwealth Games history. It was the first time there was a women's pairs of event there in the Paris space. so she was definitely disappointed, and and still I think is just because she's a high achiever, <laughs> um, and you know she was bitterly disappointed at the time, and it's really really hard time as a supporter to go through that with them because all you want to do is be like awesome oh that's amazing you've done so well but they're battling so it's it's a really hard space but yeah both girls were um coming home with them and now they're really excited and proud of their medals and i think cheryl um you know she felt like she didn't play her best in the final but she played bloody unreal on the all the way through to get them there um and so did serena so yeah what a thrill to just be on the diocese of first ever commonwealth games and they'd never paired together before so that's quite a challenge as well like we talk about chrissy and allen's success they've played together for years and years and years and years. So, um, yeah, fantastic uh, achievement for their first time together and the first ever Paral Women's Medal for Australia.
0: Exactly right. It was so good to watch. And, yeah, absolutely loved seeing their dynamic on the green. They seemed to have a great, uh, great relationship. And, yeah, it it was so good to see the love and everybody get around Cheryl, who was actually the oldest athlete in the Australian team. So um, there was a photo of her with um, with the youngest athlete that she posted on Facebook. So that was really sweet to see. And um, <laughs> yeah, amazing. So St. Cheryl, she will now be dubbed and I'm not sure she'll be comfortable with it because she's a very humble human <laughs> being. But from now she on, is, that's is. what she's going to be called. And a couple more before we do get to the break in Christina Christick, Um Chris Flavel and Damien Delgado, amazing performance from them to get their silver medal. Um, unfortunately, also losing to Scotland who took a clean sweep of the Paris. Um, they won three gold medals there um but Chris and Damo had an amazing tournament they were so good themselves and um also just great people and it's just so good to see both of them have the success and they deserve it and Linny um being an Osprey with Damo you'd be very close to him and it, it would be so nice to see um to see him have the success considering the relationship and and the clubmanship that you have together yeah,
1: definitely. Look, I think um, I think he's only been playing the sport maybe six or seven years. So um, the fact that he got this was his first opportunity in the Australian squad, and then to make the team, and then to get over there and really develop a great relationship with Chris, and um, come home with a silver medal. I know his kids and his wife and the whole club were really proud of him. Um, again, <laughs> the the initial disappointment when you've lost your gold, it's so tricky to manage. But yeah, everyone's so proud of him. And um, yeah, look, I think he loved the experience. I think it kind of gives you a drive and desire to want to go back and, and go one better next time. So it could be a great learning curve and, and being in Australia in four years' time in your guys' territory down there, uh, mm-hmm. it's really exciting. Yeah. And, and so many great opportunities for the, the power space. I think, oh, gee, our, our power space in Australia is really exciting at the moment.
2: Yeah, what I think is amazing about our para spaces, is particularly the bowls is how the a part of the team. Like I noticed at Commonwealth Games in um, Gold Coast, they, often the para team was separate to the main squad main squad or the able-bodied squad however you want to word it and what I love about the Australian team is how we're one big squad and we everyone sort of brings something um to the party and I I hope you I'm sure you guys felt it over there as well because I know at Gold Coast it really added something um for me as a player having the the vision impaired and the para players there in 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 the team and they brought things um to the team that we hadn't had before.
1: Yeah such their work ethic like is Crazy, like how much time they put in, what they can do. On the like, you know, I'd be scared to play them in our open level category there in the games. They were phenomenal. Some of the bowls going down, and um, you know, can't forget our vision impaired crew and Jake and Helen and uh, Maddie and Peter, their directors, so close to winning a medal. They were finishing fourth. I think that's yeah. Probably hurts more yeah. than, than yeah. not making – like, we we bad it in the quarters. But finishing fourth, like, you know, so proud of them. They'd never paired together either. And Maddie coming in as a director last minute wasn't easy. But great relationship um, between Jake and him has developed and will probably continue on as a friendship lifelong through that experience. So, yeah, amazing, amazing stuff. Like, everyone brings so much. And, yeah, like you said, Oji, oh, we're really proud of our inclusive and united – Aussie squad, and it really is a Jackaroo's family. Not just not just saying that, but it feels like that when you're weighing twenty four seven for four weeks. It's definitely felt like a family at, at points.
0: <laughs> no, I can I can definitely imagine. And and Linny, just last one to touch on the boys, um, the triples. Uh, it was so, um, they were so close. They were so, so nice. close. And Twisty, Carl, and and Baz. Uh, they it was honestly it was. I was devastated for them. Just, and I
1: think, yeah, they, I, they that I, final, like we were playing, I think at the same time, or we were supporting. There was, we had another thing. Anyway, we went over to there with those last few ends to go, and they'd fought back so hard and got back within one or something, I think. And then the just those last two ends just couldn't quite get there. In saying that, um, the English. Uh, skipper Jamie converted, I think the second last end, which was a huge yeah. shot. Um, but yeah, again, that feeling of disappointment from, from winning your silver, I think it lasted a little bit, but, um, you know, Carl and Benny, their first ever games, Baz has been to a few now as well, but, um, to win a silver medal in your first ever games, it was Carl's, I think first, like five. The first ever time is yeah. being our, our top five, so yep. a huge achievement. And again, more learning, um, more yeah, more desire to go better next time round. And uh, they were fantastic members of of our wider squad. So great to get to know them off the green. And yeah, it's, it's it's challenging to to lose and get so close and lose again. But they did such a great job in in fighting back. And it was great Aussie spirit to to not let that go or make them really fight for it. The English boys played really well.
0: They certainly did. And um, and look, Baz became the equal most um, successful Australian bowler in terms of medals won, equaling Kaz and Nathan Rice. Um, so with his fourth medal, so nothing to be sneezed at at all. It was an amazing performance from all three of those guys and Corey and Disco and and Tash and Beck and you, Linny, and Chrissy Allen, all all of the athletes, all the Opens, <laughs> all of the Paras. Um, you know, we are so proud of everything that you guys did over there. And um, yeah, we're just so happy that, you know, it was such a great team to be the team that had the most success on the on UK soil. And it's just something to build on for the next four years. And Linnea, I guess before we get to Chrissy, how proud are you that you were part of it?
1: Yep, yeah, definitely 100%, Val. Like just to be uh, in that wider squad, to experience that with the crew. Uh, you know, we had a lot of um, off-green moments as well that not everyone got to see where we really had Uh, developed strong relationships and connections together so their success was ours um, every single player so yeah, it was awesome we loved the support we felt it over there messages phone calls the old school hero faxes from people wishing us the best so um, yeah it was amazing and really excited for for the next four years ahead for the team and um, our staff that look after us uh, you know they they did a lot of hard work behind the scenes again that people don't get to see They think, oh, yeah, they're just good players and they're winning. But so much of our success was due to the way we were prepared and driven um, through that event. So pretty awesome. We'll definitely go down as one of my most favourite tours that I've had over my uh, long time in the green and gold.
0: Ah, uh, fair enough. It was They're still
1: going for a little bit
0: longer. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but uh, I was hoping maybe we get a little bit of a scoop there on the show. But no, nothing. <laughs>
1: no, nothing. No,
0: no. Um, but no. Um, now, Linny, congratulations and congrats to all of the Australian athletes and staff that were part of the event. So fantastic. Um, we're going to get to Christina Christy next and talk about her feelings and where the gold medal is and how it's all sunk in over the last month since uh, since she uh, since she left Birmingham. But plenty more still to come on the right line. The Australian Jackaroos are preparing to embark on their hardest campaign to date, the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. Stay up to date and follow their progress as they prepare to tackle the Northern Hemisphere conditions at bowls.com.au. This is The Right Line. Val Febo, Carla Krasanik and Lindsay Clark talking all things bowls here. And uh, we had a huge Commonwealth Games. It was just such a... It, it was just a wonderful fortnight or wonderful week. And, and, you know, we spoke about it all in the first seg. And, well, one of the golden girls has decided to join us on the show. And it was, I haven't screamed this loud at a sporting <laughs> event, apart from watching Richmond or Roger Federer. I lost my voice when the, final, when the final bowl went down. And Christina Christick does join us, gold medalist at the Commonwealth Games. Chrissy, again, congratulations. Well done. How has it sunk in?
3: Thanks so much for having me, guys. Um, it's, I've been home for just over two weeks now, so and it's almost been a month after the game. So, yeah, it's, it's slowly sinking in. I still feel like sometimes like, I can't believe it's happened, but, yeah, it's, I'm getting there. <laughs>
0: and the, the, final, the final bowl, now, I, I want to jump to that straight away because Alan's final bowl, you're at the other end. When did you know that Alan had <laughs> nailed it? When did you realise...
3: Um, well, first of all, I was watching it closely. I feel like it all happened so fast. I I thought in my head for a moment that she may have been a little bit tight, only just she was in the area. And then when she called my name, I knew she had it because (laughs) she will never yell out. You know what Ellen's like. She is cool as a kid. (laughs) Doesn't make much noise. But as soon as she said my name, I thought she's got it. Like all that excitement just all happened at once. So yeah, it was a very, very special moment.
2: Chrissy, I've watched it about, I don't know, 50 times now, and I'm sure you've probably watched it a billion more. Um, When I watch it, when you guys hug, you belt the crap out of her back. So I'm just wondering (laughs) if, if you've given her any free chiropractic appointments since then. Uh, not since then, but I think I prepped her
3: beforehand because oh. I treat her quite a lot generally. So <laughs> she's not said anything
2: yet, so hopefully she's all right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Chrissy, um I was fortunate enough to be there through your whole campaign and it was just amazing, um, never in doubt. But the final itself, talk us through... The entire match. It was probably one of the best leads performances I've ever seen in a final of a Commonwealth Games. You were outstanding, um, but the scores, you know, things weren't going your way early, and then you fought your way back into it. And to have that moment, tell us about that. The match. How did you stay so cool and focused? And you had this steely determination that I just I haven't seen in a lot of players. So tell us about it.
3: Um. Well. People know what I'm normally like. I get, as you know, I get really nervous and work myself up and sometimes that can affect my bowls. Um, I'm not sure. I think because we made the final, as much as I wanted to win that gold, I thought, you know, we've made the final now. This is already a dream come true. I'm going to be standing on that podium with my best friend, getting a medal either way. So, I don't know, I just had a different kind of feeling. It wasn't nerves like I normally feel like I felt in the quarter and the semi um, I, yeah, I had this just grit feeling in me and I just wanted it so bad. You know, I thought we finally got here, let's just do everything we can. And even when we were down, um, you know, there was no, at no point where I thought we can't do this. It was still early days. You know, I think that's what was, um, good about it is that we were down, I think it was 11 2 after the sixth end and we still had 12 ends to go. So I thought we just plot away little by little and, yeah, we can do it. So I just never had any doubt in my head.
0: There was that one end where you and Al scored a four and got it to 16, 12. And then the very next end, they reciprocated and, and got it back to 16 all. What yeah. was what were the conversations like between the two of you when they got that? Because to many athletes that could be demoralizing, but not to you guys. You managed to regroup straight away and you just, you stayed in it because that that can often lead to people dropping their bundle. But you guys were so determine how did you maintain your concentration after that especially because it as i said it can be um it can be detrimental
3: um i don't remember us talking too much about it i think you just got to get on with it not analyze it too much like even when we when we did get in front at no point did i think oh we've got this you know i knew they were going to fight back just as harder so yeah, we just we discussed whether to go long again. Um, because we you know, they were playing really well short, but so were we. So we just thought, look, let's just let's just play short, even if we get a one, you know, we don't want to be in that position again, you know, you know, T to T and have Ellen trying to fight with their last bowl, which she did in the end, but <laughs> <laughs> That was the last one. But, yeah, we just thought we'll just stick to what we know and, you know, try not to drop any numbers and just, yeah, we just kind of got on with it. We didn't talk about it too much.
2: I want to go back a little bit further. So, obviously, the first week didn't go to plan. Obviously, disappointing the fours um, not making it into the finals. So, how did you recoup yourself to, um, you know, reset and start again for the pairs? Was there any sort of mental process that you went through or just continued on your way?
3: Um, well, yeah, obviously it was very disappointing. We were so close. Um, if we hadn't drawn that one game, you know, just one by one, um, against Botswana, we would have made it through to the quarters. So that was really um, disappointing, but a lot was learnt from that. And it was good just to talk to my own teammates individually, um, with Lenny, Tash and Beck. Um, I spoke to actually organized a, um, session with my sports psych from WACE Courtney. Um, so we had about an hour chat, um, over the phone on zoom. So that was really good. And I just had a chat to some of the coaches individually as well. I'm a person that likes to talk about it and, kind of see where I've gone wrong or where I can improve and um, I think that's what helped me I think if I just stayed quiet and not spoken to anyone maybe it would have been too many internal thoughts in my head so it was good just
1: to let it all
3: out and yeah focus on to the next game.
1: Chrissy, do you still get emotional when you see any of those like the vision like even just talking about it, I'm like oh I can <laughs> remember it and you know the tears and yeah. um, do, does it still have the same impact I think this this far down the line?
3: Yeah definitely um it's such a weird thing to explain. I've not actually watched the game, believe it or not. Um, I can't get myself to because I just, <laughs> I know the result, but it's this feeling inside where I, I'm scared to feel all those emotions again. I, I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but I've watched like the last bowl heaps of times um, and <laughs> Does sometimes bring a tear to my eye. Sometimes I find myself driving home from work and I'm just thinking about it and I start tearing up. on this <laughs> oh. all shine on the, oh, yes. the I'm like, oh. <laughs> Um Yeah, I don't know. I've I'm yet to watch the whole game because it is so emotional. Um, yeah, so I'll get there with that.
0: I'm am su- surprised it's taken 37 episodes and Shannon Noel has made a re- we've made a Yahoo! Shannon Nola reference. Oh, Actually yeah. I think I think Linny might might have yeah. done it already. Um but yeah <laughs> uh, the experience of being part of that multi-sport event um is not something that many many people only 10 10 or 18 people from um, from Bowls Australia's high-performance squad get to experience, um, you know, every four years in terms of the Commonwealth Games. Talk us through your experience and how you found the village life and um, how you felt being part of that environment and, and immersing yourself.
3: Oh, it was honestly a better experience than I would have ever dreamed of. Just being, you know, looked at, as an athlete just like everyone else then every sport was just amazing. I've never felt that before I guess I've never had the opportunity to play at the com games. Um, with other athletes there and it was amazing just to be able to chat to a couple of the other athletes at the village and you know meet new people and to experience that with the four girls that were there was just yeah I couldn't have dreamt for anything better so I'm yeah super grateful for the experience and hopefully one day I can experience that again
1: see what about the support, like before you left, you obviously some a great farewell at your club through the event and then afterwards how many random messages and <laughs> tell us how, how that journey's gone and are you still getting random messages?
3: <laughs> well, um, yeah, I had a send-off at my club at Manning, um, which was super special. Lots of tears were shed and they gave me a really nice gift, which was like a, I don't know how to say it, is it a character? caricature (laughs) yeah
0: yeah that's it
3: (laughs) Uh, so that's beautiful um yeah a gift from my club and yeah got lots of messages wishing us good luck and like a lot of my patients as well you know me being a chiropractor had all my patients that were coming to see me now and saying they were watching and I was I was yeah I've just been so overwhelmed by the support and all the messages of congratulations I'm just so grateful to have everyone you know behind me and yeah very special
2: um, Chrissy, different question. Your, today's, are you okay day? And I think one of the things that people don't realise as athletes after such a massive high comes, you've got to go back to reality and back to work, like you mentioned. So how are you coping now, you know, back in your real life and, you know, are you okay? Because it is really hard after a big high in your life to just settle back into reality, I guess. Yeah. Um, and this is one thing that we touched on before the
3: games, um, one with my psych and um, we had a couple of other um, people that talked to us about it as a group. And I didn't really think much of it until I came home. Um, I probably felt it the day after I left the games. I felt really sad and it wasn't, you know, I was thinking, why am I feeling this way? We've just won a gold medal. I should be on top of the world, you know, but I think just leaving that chapter behind, um, leaving the village um, leaving all my my mates all the jackaroos was really tough. you you're together for for four weeks, you know, and you become this one family that do everything together, you're together twenty four seven. and yeah, it was really tough leaving them and and coming home back to my normal life, which I do love so much, but you are on such a high, and it is, hard to, to go back to being normal again. So I have struggled a little bit in the last week, but, um, I think as time's going on, I'm getting a little bit better and, um, seeing my sports like tomorrow, Courtney, so that will be good. And we can touch base on some of those things as well. So,
1: and we'll all be together in another week or so at the AIS. So It
3: all Uh, continues on. (laughs) Give hugs. Uh, oh wait, social distancing. Super.
0: <laughs> no, you can no, give I'm hugs. It's excited. fine. Um, now you went on. You did go on a trip uh, after the Commonwealth Games. You went um, and saw some family. So how proud of you were they? And um, uh, I'm sure they all wanted a, a picture with the gold medal. Um, and also, where is the gold medal now?
3: Um, so my gold medal is at home, buried away in one of my drawers. So yep. I take it out. <laughs> any more patience I have for the Dama. Like, oh, they'd like to see it, so I'll take it to yeah. then. Um, but I'm not going to frame it or anything. I think it's a special thing to be able to show people throughout my life. Um, uh, and, yeah, I went to see my family in Serbia for six days, uh, followed by Amsterdam um, to see my partner Marcus's family. So that was really nice to share share that moment with them and celebrate with them. But, um, yeah, they were very proud. I've got a fo- nice photo of my grandfather with, with – um, the metal and they don't really even know what lawn bowls is over there because I don't have that. So I, <laughs> it's hard to explain to them.
0: I, I, can, <laughs> I can attest to this because I went to Croatia to visit my family and, um, and they had absolutely no idea. So I had to explain. It's like bocce but on grass. Yeah. And yeah, they understood.
3: So regardless, they were super proud of yeah. me and it was nice be with them and celebrate straight after.
0: So yeah. As they should be. And final one, I think Linny might want to ask one but after I'm done, but how um how proud are you of Alan Ryan? Because what she was able to do at the Commonwealth Games is unparalleled. She's the first bowler, male or female, in the history of one Commonwealth Games to win both the women's or both the pairs and singles in male or female, as I said. So it was just such a wonderful performance from her. So how proud are you of your best friend?
3: I'm so proud of her. I think I shed more tears after she won her singles than we did. <laughs> I dropped pairs, and that was just a special. Um, but I know how hard she's worked towards this and I know she was really heartbroken after um, the last Commonwealth Games selection. So um, I know she's been super determined since then to make a Commonwealth Games and a World Bowls, which she was selected for, um, which was sadly postponed due to COVID. So I think, yeah, all her dreams have come true and finally she's been rewarded for all her efforts. So, and not only that, she's just such a humble humble person and you know she even though she won a gold medal first and maybe some people would have been happy with that you know but she put it away and she was determined to um, get me one too so that was her main focus after she won which you know means a lot to me so yeah super proud of her
1: my question was, it's a bit more lighthearted, but <laughs> I was just going to speak on, um, you know, the off-green sort of stuff. Uh, obviously, you and L Z have a lot of fun off-green and, and uh, I think for our crew, especially our five girls, we're pretty tight. But how much do you think that kind of relaxed, fun, happy, um, you know, environment contributes to success on the green?
3: Oh, 100%. I had so many people actually come up to me after the game even send me messages and say, you know, They believe that our friendship and how well we play together and understand each other helped us, you know, win that. And I 100% agree. We know each other so well. Um, We we support each other. I know every time I get on that mat that she's going to back me no matter what, you know, so um, no judgment there. She's, yeah, I think you need to have that connection to be able to succeed in anything really. It's really important. So, yeah, I think that helped us quite a lot.
0: Certainly, and Chrissy, we are so proud. We are so happy. One man who I think would have loved to be part of this chat, who's always part of this show, Clive Adams, I saw him... Almost break out into dance at Mount Lawley after you guys won. After you guys won, I've seen the footage. He was so happy. We're all so happy. Um, poor Lockie Williams had to try and pry me off him because I kept hugging him after you guys won. So, um, <laughs> he was very excited. I was I, so
1: much love. There's yeah, so much there, love around the team. There, re-
0: there really is. It was infectious, and what you guys did was simply unbelievable. It was so good, and it was the better one of the best sporting events I've, or matches that I've watched. So, Chrissy, congratulations again and thank you so much for joining us here on the right line
3: thanks guys thanks so much for having me
0: christina Christik. there joining us on the show she said it was just it was so good and I, I, honestly i could i could happily watch that footage for the, every day for the rest of my life <laughs> and and it would still bring me joy because it was just such a wonderful moment to be a part of but we've still got plenty more to come here on the right line we're going to talk about all the other stuff that's been happening on our shores over the last couple of months because believe it or not there has been a fair bit the sports pre-eminent event is heading to the Gold Coast in 2023 with more than 35 nations expected to descend on the region for the World Bowls Championships. Courtesy of support from Principal Partners Tourism and Events Queensland and Major Events Gold Coast. This is The Right Line. Val Febo, Lindsay Clark and Carla Krasanik wrapping up everything that's happened in the last few months. There has been so much. I'm Mentally exhausted just thinking about it, but we do have a little <laughs> bit more to go because there has been some events on home soil. And the first of which, which um, I, I was um, watching from afar um, with the wonderful streaming done by Clive Adams and, uh, and Lockie Williams, um the indoors, what an unreal tournament. And well, it was deja vu because the Australian open, it was Kelsey and Omar and the indoors. It was guess who Kelsey and Omar. Both of them were just sensational. That bowl that, Aaron Sheriff hit in against Teasy where he he had no margin to draw to, but somehow he found the gap. I'm not sure how he did it, but I, I reckon I watched it about 15 times just to say, is this guy serious? Like, how the hell has he done this? <laughs> um, watching it from from close range, guys, what what was you know what was what was it like?
1: Um, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in first if you want. I was there rinkside doing some some commentary with. Clive and uh, yeah it was pretty crazy actually pretty much from the s- halfway through the second set into the tie break the level of that game just went through the roof and uh, yeah Teasy somehow scrapped his way and fought his way into that tie break and then um, yeah that one bowl it, it, it was almost like you needed the Titanic music to it we were saying afterwards Um but it was just crazy he literally had nowhere to go I think yeah, you, know, you probably don't go – you're not at the mat going, yeah, I'm going to draw that. But he needed something close. He needed to hmm. try and set up a bit of a target or, or widen the target a little bit. But he drew it – there was a, a tiny scat between the two bowls and he just found it perfectly. And then, uh, yeah, Teasy was a bit stiff to, to miss it. But, uh, yeah, crazy shot. But he's he seemed to do that a lot. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we think it's crazy, but he seems to do it, you know, every second day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to touch on I just love um, the indoor format that we do sets play and the tiebreak because from a spectator's point of view, the tiebreak is just so awesome, like sitting there yeah. It just, yeah, it keeps you on the edge of your seat through the whole game. So I love when we get to the indoor and we have tie breaks and, and sets play and spe- not necessarily as a player, but as a spectator, I love yes, it. Yes, yes. I was going to say bloody
1: tie breaks. I almost uh, said Dorney. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but even watching, but I reckon
1: tie break. Oh, sorry. No, you, you go, go you go.
0: It's tie breaks in any sport, I, I think, like, it, because even watching the US Open, tennis is on at the moment. And It just, it adds another dimension of sort of importance and they're heartbreaking to lose, but my God, are they good to watch, especially when it goes down to something like a fifth set tie break or something to to finalize a match. Like when a BPL final goes to a, 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 the T word, Carla, I won't bring it up, Um, (laughs) but yeah, it's they, they just add so much more to the drama of an encounter, don't they?
2: That's what I was going to say. Can... It's the drama part, you know. It's like yes. you're watching a drama show. It really adds something yes. as a spectator.
1: And as a player, so you win the first set, but you can feel every crowd member kind of wants it always to go to time. time. It's not personal <laughs> yes. at all. Yes. Like it doesn't matter who's in there or who's winning, but you get, they're just like, come on. Yeah, get to a tie break because they want to see it. So when you're a player, you just rather get it done in straight sets. But uh, yeah, it is pretty cool to win those tie breaks when you when you get the opportunity. And it is another element for for the supporters and spectators and people to to get back in the game. Like Dylan Fisher in the final, he mm. was pretty mm. well outplayed, but he almost scraped his way into a tie break just at last end, yeah. and, and then he could have went there. Yeah, Yep. anything can happen.
0: Yeah, so you, you just need one good end at, at some at some stages. And you can get the job done, and and that's that's yep. the important thing. And yeah, it, it, it's such a great. I, I'm I'm spewing. I missed it. Like you know, I'm happy I had my Europe trip, of course. But um, <laughs> next <laughs> next next year when uh, next year I'm excited to see the uh to see see the yeah. indoors.
1: I was gonna say Val, it's just more of the same. Kelso and Omar just doing what they do. Pretty I think much. I can't I cannot remember the last time Kelsey lost a game of singles. So if anyone out there listening could let us know, <laughs> because she is in crazy good form. Um, and same with Aaron, like, you know, they're just, I think with Kelso, um, you know, she, she withdrew herself from the Commonwealth Games preparation for Birmingham, which has probably really helped her in terms of just being able to focus on Gold Coast greens, quick greens and and get her blinkers on. And, um, she's just in a fantastic patch of form and she's so talented. And I think, you know, she never struggles for self-belief, but the more you win, that's it's like winning is a habit type thing. So then you just believe you can do it. And there's a few times like in, um, you know, the indoor or the nugget and things like that when she's done really well, that sometimes it, it might be the opposition against her That's she hasn't really stepped it up, but they've sort of slipped away from being at a high standard. So, yeah, she's been in great form and um, great to see her doing really well on the Gold Coast.
0: Uh, it certainly is. And yeah, both of them, congratulations. They continued that good form as well by winning the Golden Nugget as well. So um, yeah. those well, two, it's there is... yeah, boring, Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah they are just dominating Australian bowls at the moment, those two. So big congratulations <laughs> to Kelsey Cottrell and Aaron Sheriff. But uh, look, we're going to get back into regular proceedings over the next few weeks, which is going to be nice. So we're going to be seeing a lot more of each other. The Nationals coming up soon as well. So there's a lot to look forward to on a bowls front here in Australia. But uh, Lindsay Clark... Mark, thank you very much, and congratulations again on being part of uh, on a history making team at the Commonwealth Games.
1: Thanks, Val. Thanks. Great to be back. Great show again. Uh, great to le- relive the, the Games moments. It was a really special time. And um, thanks to all the Australian Bowls crew out there for sending through your well wishes and, and support messages. It was really felt and really helped us uh, get over the line there. So thanks, guys. I look forward to doing more regular shows again.
0: Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Get that quiz back going. Uh, and <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we forgot about I'm that. Practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Carla's just been doing trivia nights every week while we've been gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I look forward to seeing that from you next time. Hopefully, Clive is back next week, and we can uh, we can get one done because I've been. Uh, I think it's my turn to prepare. I can't even remember the last time we did it, but I think it was. I think it's on me to to prepare the quiz. So, Carla, next week I'm uh, expecting big things from you.
2: Yeah, game on! Can't wait for the quiz to come back. And uh, Val, you've missed <laughs> something very important that's happened since we've been off air. I believe one of our pod squad may have popped the question. To somebody.
0: Oh, really? oh yeah <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Particularly that, engaged. Congratulations,
2: Val.
0: Yes. Thank All you. Right. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, no, I completely took her by surprise. It was fantastic. She um she thought it was coming in Europe, and everybody else had been getting in her head that it was going to happen in Europe. But I thought, no, I want it to be a surprise. So. Um, I did it on Monday about uh, six days after we got back. So she had no idea and, um, yeah, I disguised it nicely. And, um, yeah, her eyes went about four times the size of what they normally are. So it was um, – it we, was.
1: Uh, we we did have a little dig because you didn't ask our permission first,
0: but we'll let you go. Yeah, thank okay. you. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, <laughs> Lindsay. But, uh, we'll be waiting to find out
2: we're in the bridal party as you're – That's yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's we really fine. We can be with the pen now or whatever now, so it's fine. No, well,
0: so. no, I haven't floated this – by Rach first, but rage. Um, can we do a show at the wedding? Just if I oh, yes. We'll just stop the wedding for an hour and and do a yeah. show. Um, Even yeah. forty
1: minutes, forty minutes, forty will minutes. Be fine. Yeah, Don't that's worry all, about that's all we yeah. need.
0: We'll interview everybody <laughs> at the wedding or some major guests and ask about their bowls pedigree and if they've played before, and then <laughs> and then we'll duck off and into the night. So um, we'll, we'll see if I can get that by Rach. You never know. <laughs> Could be nice. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's happening. Um, But no, thanks, guys. And Rach, I love you. And um, Clive, we also love you. And hopefully we see you next week. Um, So looking forward to next week's show. Um, And we'll catch everybody, uh, everybody soon.